Hallelujah. I'm happy. Are you happy? <laughs> if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. <laughs> Very good. I'm impressed. If you're not happy, you can be. That's the good news. There is joy for you regardless of what you're going through. It is peace that passes understanding and joy inexpressible and full of glory. Hallelujah. And he wants to fill you with it. He wants to encourage you today. I was just going to, um, I just wanted to read a, a little um, a little word. Hallelujah. Johnny Enlow sent through a prophetic word today and I just just wanted to encourage you. Who would like to hear it? It's good stuff. I'm not going to read the whole word for it's quite long, but um, let me read this. He says, I believe that presently the area of greatest need in the body of Christ is the area of discerning the times. It says the sons of Issachar said that they had understanding of the times and what Israel ought to do. He, he then goes on, on and talks about how he really believes that this is a season for us to be very aware, very awake of the signs of the times. But this is what I wanted to, to read to you. These are the days of the restoration of all things spoken of by the prophets in Acts 3.21. Uh, we have entered into the real renaissance. In this true renaissance, the world will, know about man's greater, will not know about man's greater capabilities i.e. the first renaissance, but about God's greater capacities and capabilities. Uh, and I really, I had a word a few years back, um, I actually I think probably two years back, uh, that there was a new renaissance coming. And I really believe, when I read that today, my spirit leapt. I went, yes, that's right. I believe we are about to see things we've never seen before. We're going to see the glory of God revealed in such a way that it's going to shift mindsets. Hallelujah. And instead of uh, uh, us seeing a few things and celebrating, it is going to be an overwhelming move of God, moving with great power and great joy. So I believe that this is the time to be aware that there is so much invitation being given to us as the body. We have been, God has laid a banqueting table before us in the presence of our enemies, and he is waiting for us to lay hold of it. Hallelujah. He's actually awakening our hearts. And this is what this great awakening is. He is awakening our hearts so that we can be fully aware and not miss what God is doing. God, God is wanting us to be doing what the Father's doing. And he wants us to be able to see. He wants us to be aware. My personal prayer at the moment, I am really praying regularly, God, I want to be fully awake and fully aware. I don't want to walk through my day and survive it. I want to be fully awake and fully aware because I know that there is more invitation being given than I'm responding to. Anybody else know what I'm talking about? And imagine what it would look like if we really, if we would see, not with eyes that are, are clouded by circumstances and things going on in our world, but instead if we were fully awake, fully aware, seeing what the Father's doing and recognizing every opportunity that was given, we'd be doing greater works than what Jesus was, has done. Amen? It's in the book. It's a promise. That's an invitation. 
And I believe that this is the awakening that God is offering to us right now. If we would just come into agreement with him that, yes, God is ready and willing to show up and show off. And he wants to do it with you and I. Hallelujah. He, he delights. He is, a, he is a lover. And he wants to do it with his bride. He wants to see his glory manifested with you at his right side. He wants to see his glory manifested on earth. You know, when we're praying our, the Lord's Prayer, we're praying. Why don't you stand and pray it with me just so we can think about this. Stand up. Let's just pray this together. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. That's celebrated be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. You can grab a seat. Now, you know, some people get upset. I I mean, I got, can you imagine? Someone got upset with me for posting on Facebook that I thought it was a good thing for us to pray the Lord's Prayer. It's never, it's never people who don't know Jesus that post this stuff. It's um, unfortunately... Occasionally, we get Pharisees that just want to give you give you a hard time. But I think that it is such a powerful thing for us to begin to know the power that we have when we come into agreement with God. And when you are praying the Bible, when you are praying apostolic prayers, when you're praying the will of God, the Bible tells us whatever we ask according to the will of God, we can have. And it is definitely the will of God for you to pray and decree his kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. It's the will of God that you pray and you receive. We read last week in the book of James that you have not, chapter 4, because you ask not. And God is waiting, simply waiting for you to say, pass pass the stake. You know, I'm using a metaphor for the banquet that's been laid before us. He's already laid it up. Now he's waiting for you to be fully aware and fully awake and lay hold of and begin to pray and come into agreement with heaven. Amen. We People have been hearing about what we've been doing in just last week and I think the week before. We prayed, uh, last week we prayed for uh, Wesley and Stacey Campbell's son Judah uh, who had a terrible accident um, broke his neck and very severely damaged his spinal cord and the day after we prayed the next day he had the best day he's had yet starting to get movement in his legs and arms and and it's wonderful don't stop praying it's glorious thank you Jesus who was here last week and saw the video that we showed about give me a wave saw the video we showed about prayer you know there's something so very powerful if you weren't here Uh, last Sunday, I'd really encourage you to have a look at the live stream uh, because I believe this is something that the Spirit of God is really speaking to us at the moment. And we need to be discerning the times and the seasons. God's saying, ask, just ask. I want to do so much. There's so much I'm waiting to do. And what happens when we're asking is we are positioning ourselves to receive what he already really wants to give us. It's actually making room in our lives, saying, God, I come with an expectation and I, I am coming into agreement with you and I'm, I'm 
coming into agreement to receive from heaven what you are wanting to do. And uh, so I really, as I've been praying, I really feel that the Lord is speaking to us about prayer. And I want to share just a little bit more about that today. Hallelujah. I've been looking at at the story of um, Abraham recently. Hallelujah. If you want to turn with me to Genesis chapter 18, there's a story here about Abraham, the father of faith. And in this chapter, we read about the Lord coming to him. The Lord comes and he comes with these angels and he tells Abraham the amazing news. Listen, you're going to have a son. And um, we'll just read briefly about that. They turn up and he, and he goes and he prepares a, a, a calf for them. He, he brings an offering and he, uh, he honors them and he listens. And then he says, verse 10, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. And Sarah was listening in the tent door, which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age. And Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I've grown old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being all old also? Then the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, I shall surely bear a child since I'm, shall I surely bear a child since I'm old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Turn to your neighbor and say, Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied it, saying, I didn't laugh, for she was afraid. And he said, no, but you did laugh. And you know what? They called him Isaac, which means laughter. Hallelujah. Verse 16. Then the men rose from there and looked towards Sodom. And Abraham went with them to send them on their way. And the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham what I'm doing? Since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation. And all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. I love it. As, as they're going, Abraham just doesn't want to leave. He's like, I'll walk with you. I just want to stay with you. And you know, those that become friends of God, those that walk with the Lord, they are, they're the ones that the Lord delights to share his secrets with. So they're on their way and Abraham goes, oh, I'll just come with you for a little while. And the Lord goes, should I tell him? I want to, I want to share what I'm, I want to, should I, should I talk to Abraham? And, of course, it's the heart of God. He wants to share with us what's going on in his heart. God wants to speak to you more than you want to hear him. You know, I have a special place where I go walking with the Lord out in the paddock. And I get alone with God. Leave the phone in the house. Hallelujah. So I can't have any distractions. And I get alone. Nobody can ring me. Nobody can get to me. I go for my walk. And it's on that walk every day that I as I try to take time to be alone with God, that I get wisdom from God. He speaks to me. He talks to me about things. If I miss a day, I miss out on something that, that God had special to speak to me. And you know, he is so wanting to spend time with you. I pray, with, I pray every day. I always am praying. But I love to also just get alone with God and listen. It's a good thing to wait upon the Lord. Those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. They'll run and not grow weary, walk and not faint. You know, I, 
I, I, as we say, we're praying the Lord's Prayer every day. I'm praying in the morning when I wake up. I wake up and say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I, I, I say, say good morning to the Lord. I spend time with Him. But getting alone with God, just getting outside, it might be different for you. You might have your own special place. But as you are deliberate to take time, I just want to walk with you, God. You can talk to him like he's your friend. Tell him what's going on in your heart. What are you thinking about? Talk to him. What am I? Th- what you're thinking about? And then listen. Let him respond to you. Ask him questions. I do. I say, Lord, I'm thinking about this. What about this? Can you uh, please help me with that? Tell me about this. And I'll listen. And he'll talk to me. And he'll give me wisdom. It's so wonderful. Yet very often we... We miss out on the treasure, on the gold that God's got for us because we don't take time to walk with the Lord. Anybody like to walk with the Lord? Now, you might be in an apartment complex. You don't have anywhere to walk. It's not about the the physical walking, but it's about physically taking time out just to get alone and have conversation with God. You know, there's a lot of things I need to do every day. I love to, we, we love to read the word. We have family devotions where we read the, the word of God. We all go around and pick some scripture and we read it and we all go around the circle and we pray and we make our requests known to God because he says in Philippians chapter four, be anxious for nothing, but in everything with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God and the peace of God will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. So often we are, we are worrying about things and forgetting that God has peace readily for, available for us. And he says, this is all you have to do. Instead of worrying about it, come and ask me about it. Talk to me about it. Make your requests known to God. You say, well, he knows. He goes, yes, but he wants you to know that he's wanting to answer it. And he wants you to position it so he can come and bring the answer. He wants to speak to you. He wants to give you wisdom. And he wants to give you a peace that passes understanding. Hallelujah. So if you're finding yourself feeling anxious or weighed down or burnt out, go and make your request known to God. Because he wants to bring the peace of God that passes understanding. Hallelujah. He wants to flood your mind. He wants to flood your heart with his peace. Hallelujah. So Abraham walked with God and God couldn't resist. He says, oh yeah, I, I want to talk to Abraham. And it's only when we actually take time out to listen that we get to hear. See, God is speaking all the time. I remember when I first had a word of knowledge. Um, I mean, I, I was reading about William Branham and he would have these most amazing words of knowledge. God would speak to him about the people who'd get healed in the meeting before he'd come to the meeting. And then he'd just act out what, he, what he'd already seen in a vision. I thought, that's so cool. I'm going to do that. So I started to pray and I, I asked the Lord, show me who you want to heal in the meeting. And I had a word of knowledge for I saw a woman uh, with a dress on and she had one leg shorter the, than the other. And so I, I, I got excited and then I asked the Lord, so how do you want to heal her? Because we know, of course, that it's the will of God that she be healed. And so as I asked him, how do you want to heal her? I saw in a vision, I saw, I prayed for her and she fell down under the power of the Holy Spirit. I put my hand on her ankle and her leg grew out. I was all excited. So I got to the meeting. It was my first time moving in the word of knowledge. So I said, there's somebody here who's got one leg shorter than the other. 
I didn't say it was a woman. I just thought I'll go easy to start with, you know. And this woman came out and she had a dress on. And I was like, yes. And so I prayed for her and she fell down under the power of the Spirit. I went, yes, I know what to do next. Got down, put my hand on her ankle and her leg grew out. And she ran around the building so excited. She's saying, I used to be known as the woman who'd walk with a limp and now look at me, I'm healed. And I thought, that's so great, God. Isn't that awesome? Yay! Hooray! And then I thought about it. I thought, that was so easy. All I had to do is ask and listen and then just do what he said. And then all of a sudden I realized, why don't I do that for my everyday life? Why don't I stop and ask the Lord, what are you doing today? Show me what you're going to do and take time to ask and see what he's going to do. And then I could just walk into my day and like do the stuff that he's already shown me he wanted to do. And I had came to this sobering reality. The reason I don't do that is because I couldn't be bothered. You see, God will speak to us as much as we'll take time to listen. And it, it really challenged my heart. I thought, you know, I've been given this prophetic anointing, and yet how am I stewarding it? You know, I'll use it occasionally for this prophetic word here or there. I'll step into it for evangelism. But I think God wants to speak to us a whole lot more than we've ever understood. He wants us to start asking him, what do you want to do for the day, Lord? What do you want to do today? To actually take time to acknowledge that he's smarter than you. His ways are higher than my ways. His thoughts are higher than my thoughts. I can rush into my day and figure it out as I go along. And it can be good. We can have a nice day. I can be aware of the presence of God and it can be wonderful. Or I can actually take time to really begin to look to him and find out what is the Father doing. Jesus only did what he saw the Father doing. So he's waiting for us simply to ask and say, Lord, what are you doing today? What do you want to do? With our busy lives, we can sometimes forget the point of living. So Abraham was walking with God. You know, someone else walked with God, Enoch. And then he was, and then he was not. He had so much fun, he just got caught up. I believe that the Spirit, I'm not saying this to condemn you in any way. I want to provoke you. This is a, to be a discerner of the times. God is looking for you to become fully awake and fully aware. He knows all the things you've got to do. He wants you to be a fruitful member of society. Amen. He wants to, he, he wants to empower you to, to do great things. If a man doesn't work, he doesn't eat. He wants you to work. He wants you to do well. He wants you to be successful, but he doesn't want you to have to do it on your own when he's saying, I've got a better way. I want to show you what this day is going to look like. I want to help you. I want to walk with you. Just throwing it out there in case somebody might pick it up. Then the men rose from there and looked towards Sodom. And Abraham went with them to send them on their way. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I'm doing? Since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I have known him. 
in order that he may command his children and his household after him, that they keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice, that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. Then the Lord said, Because the great outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grave, I will go down now to see uh, whether they have done altogether according to the outcry against it that's come to me. And if not, I will know. Then the men turned away from there and went towards Sodom. But Abraham still stood before the Lord. Can you imagine? Like, God's right there. He's talking to the Lord. You know, when, we are, when we're walking and we're talking with God, he is ever present. He is there with us. He wants us to know that he is walking with you. He's got his arm around you. He, you have his ear. Hallelujah. You don't have to stand like a beggar going, oh God, I hope you hear you. Help you hear me. He's like, I'm right here. I have been waiting to hear you. I want to hear your voice. I'm, I'm willing and desiring to hear you. Come to me and make your requests known to me. I want to talk to you. I want to give you wisdom. If you'll only ask, I've got so much I want to give you. Then the men turned away from there and went towards Sodom. But Abraham still stood before the Lord. And Abraham came near and said, Would you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Suppose there were 50 righteous within the city. Would you also destroy the place and not spare it for the 50 righteous that were in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing as this, to slay the righteous with the wicked, so that the righteous should be as the wicked. Far be it from you. Shall you not judge all of the earth? You who... Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? You know, I love this. It's very interesting that in the same assignment that came to tell of the, the coming of Isaac, at the same time they came to bring judgment on Sodom and Gomorrah. But you know, Isaac's a type of Christ. When Christ comes in, sin goes out. Hallelujah. Everything in the Old Testament is speaking to us in types and shadows. It's a, it's a, a prophecy about, about what is coming. When the Christ comes in, our sin nature goes out and it cannot stay. Hallelujah. But Abraham comes and he begins to tug on the mercy, mercy strings of God's heart. He didn't change God's mind. I used to think, wow, Abraham changed God's mind. What he did was simply begin to say, I know who you are. I know who you are. And God was giving him a divine invitation. You see, the scriptures tell us that the mercy of God is higher than the heavens. And he's waiting for you on the earth to simply come and say, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He's looking for an intercessor. Hallelujah. He's looking for someone to say, yes, God, I know what your mercy is. I know what your will is. I know your character. I know you want to heal people. And as you come and you say, I'm on the earth, I know, I know God, who you are. You begin to intercede. You begin to come into agreement with God, what God already wants to do. He says here, shall not the judge of all the earth do right? He's telling God who he is. You know, it's a good thing for us in prayer to remind God who he is. You are faithful and true. I think about it written on his thigh, faithful and true. It says that in the, in the book of Revelation. He's got it emblazoned on him. He is faithful and true. 
He is faithful and true. Whatever God has promised to you, you need to remind him, God, I know who you are. You are faithful and true. In doing this, we are not twisting the arm of God. We are simply aligning ourselves with his will. He wants to demonstrate himself as faithful, true, and just. Hallelujah. And whatever he has promised you, he is faithful to do it. He is waiting for you now to come into agreement and and come into intercession that says, Yes, God, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He didn't ask us to pray this because he thought it was just a nice idea. He was telling you, you have been given power to come and release the glory of God on the earth. He says, I don't want to do this without you. And if you know the story, you'll, you'll, you'll hear that Abraham goes through and he asks for 50. He asks for 45. He asks for 40. Um, and then, so he starts off, suppose there were five less than 50. Would you destroy the whole city for the lack of five? And, and the Lord said, if I find 45, I'll not destroy it. He spoke to him yet again and said, suppose there should be 40 found there. So he said, I'll not do it if I find 30 there. Oh, 40 there. And then he goes to 30. And he says in verse 31, Indeed now I've taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose 20 should be found there. And he said, I won't destroy it for the sake of 20. Then he said, let not the Lord be angry and I'll speak but once more. Suppose 10 should be found there. And he said, I'll not destroy it for the sake of 10. So the Lord went his way. And as soon as he'd finished speaking with Abraham and Abraham returned to his place. You know, Abraham made a decision. Okay, this is the last time I'm going to ask. But I believe that if he kept going, God would have kept, kept moving because the will of God is to release mercy and to show mercy. Hallelujah. God is waiting for you to declare, I know who you are. I know what your will is. And as you decree the will of God, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth. You can begin to see the invasion of God come. I remember going into a meeting when I first started out preaching. I was in uh, New Jersey and we j- I just started to see some healings happen, some miracles happen. And it was so exciting. Uh, in every meeting, I was seeing miracles and healings. And I was doing my William Branham. And uh, before the meeting, I was asking the Lord, what do you want to do in the meeting? And he began to speak about some prophetic things that he wanted to do. And I sort of got disappointed. I thought, God, don't you want to heal anybody? And then as I, um, as I went into the, the meeting, I was worshipping. And I said, God, there must be people in here that you want to heal. And then bang, bang, bang. I got the most accurate words of knowledge I'd ever had in my life. Just bang, 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 downloaded. Astonishing healings happened that night. Um, someone had just been diagnosed with a, a spot on their liver that they'd, uh, the, the doctors had seen. I, I saw it, open vision. And one after another, these amazing uh, words of knowledge came. And I thought to myself, that's very odd. I asked the Lord before the meeting and he didn't tell me he wanted to heal. But as soon as I said, there must be people here you want to heal, God. Show me who they are. Bang, 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 I got them all. And what the Lord was speaking to me was he was saying, I want you to know what it is to go to war with my will. 
you know, too often we think about God and we think, well, I wonder what he wants to do. But he's made it clear in the word of God. So much of what he wants to do is here. He says, whenever you go into a city, heal the sick that are there and tell them that the kingdom of God's come upon them. So we ask, oh God, I don't know what your will is. He says, it's right there. Now, I'm not saying that we, we can't put God in a box. We can't get a formula for God. But the will of God is something that is manifested to us through hearing his voice and through reading the word of God. When you see what he says, you can go to war with what his will is. I know it's your will, Holy Spirit, for me to be walking in peace and joy today. You didn't have to ask, oh God, I hope that you can help me be happy. It is his will for you to be full of joy. So you can say, your will be done in my life. Lord, thank you for joy. Fill me with your joy. You said in your presence, there's fullness of joy. So I thank you for it. Whatever it is that God gives revelation about, he wants you to go to war with it in prayer. He wants you to begin to declare your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And he wants you to know what his will is. He wants to heal people. That's who he is. He wants to come and manifest the life of Christ to you. And uh, so, so that was a real lesson for me. But Abraham, here he is and he's, he's come down to 10 and he goes, okay, that's the last time I'm going to speak. And I think he must have thought in his mind, well, surely there'll be 10. But sadly, as we know, there wasn't. And uh, Lot and his family had to be rescued. And judgment came on Sodom and Gomorrah. But, you know, I believe that God is wanting us to go, not to have a mentality of us, you know, fearfully asking, oh, I hope that you don't mind me asking this, but I, would you do this? We come with a reverence before God, but he wants us to come knowing who he is. Remember who I am. I want you to begin to pray with the knowledge of my will. I want you to begin to decree things. You know, in situations, too many times I watch Christians praying as though they're just beggars on the outside, hoping maybe would you please do something. And it's an insult to God. God doesn't want us to pray prayers that are, insulting our understanding of who he is. He wants us to come into faith and say, I know who you are, God. You are the righteous one. You are full of mercy and compassion. Your mercies are new every morning. You are Jehovah Rapha, God who heals me. You are Yahweh. You are my God. I know who you are. And when you start saying, I know who you are, God, come and do this because I know who you are. You align yourself with faith and then faith comes becomes the window through which God steps. You know, I really believe and I've been finding it happening in my own heart. God's stirring me to begin to ask and to pray because I know stuff happens when I pray. I know things happen when I pray. I get excited when people send in prayer requests from d different nations and around the world because I know too that when we come together and we pray in agreement, things are going to happen. Hallelujah. Prayer isn't something that we do out of a chore. We're not praying because I should, I need to. It's something we get to do and see things change and see things shift. It's something that we get to do so that we don't have to walk in fear and, and anxiety. 
It's the joy that we have of knowing I'm, I'm seeing things happen. When we're rejoicing and we're praising God and thanking Him for what we haven't yet seen and we come into faith, actually bringing ourselves into a place where we are rejoicing as though it's already happened. We are releasing faith and we are interceding. Hallelujah. It, it can happen in every moment of your day. The Lord is looking for you to be living a life where you're releasing the faith that pleases God. Hallelujah. You know, if um, I know my husband quite well. He's been married to me now 22 years. But, and he's very unoffendable. He's pretty unflappable, actually. But I've learned over the years that one thing that he really doesn't like is if I question something about him, about his, that, that, that is some form of, um, that makes him feel like I'm somehow questioning his character. That if I say, have you done this? It'll be like him saying, don't you trust me to do what I know needs to be done? It's like, well... Ah, yeah, yes, sorry. And you know, a lot of the time that's like God. He's looking for us to know who he is, not to question his character, but to say, I know who you are. And then you begin to ask in faith saying, I know you're going to do this, Father, because I know who you are. Hallelujah. I want to encourage you this week. I believe if you will have an ear to hear what the Spirit of God's saying, this is a season for you to begin to ask. He's laid up a banqueting table before you in the presence of your enemies. It's a season to ask for your unsaved relatives. It's a season to begin to ask in whatever you're looking for. A lot of people have a lot of hopes in their heart, but he's waiting for you to do more than just, I hope it happens. He's waiting for you to turn that hope into a faith that begins to ask and receive. You have not because you ask not. He wants to help you, whatever it is. He's saying, ask for wisdom. Ask me for the nations. So I'm asking, God, give me wisdom. Thank you, Lord, that I'm even getting better and better at remembering people's names. I get more intelligent every day. Thank you, Lord, for your great grace, for your help. Thank you, Father. I come and I ask you, and I'm beginning to get such revelation that I'm beginning to get excited about what can I ask. I haven't asked about that. Oh, I've got to ask about that. Because I know he's good and I know this works. Praise the Lord. Shunday. 